Welcome back everybody. This is Eric and Chad here at Moss Pawn and Gun. And today we have another gun gripe episode for you. Uh, we're going to be talking about Initiative 594. It's a ballot measure that passed in Washington State. And it is a nasty, nasty piece of work. And guys, it is some bad juju that involves universal handgun registration. I'm going to let Chad fill you in a little bit on it because uh, he's got to spill down. He's been telling me for the last you know, couple of weeks now, and we've just now gotten around to doing a video on it. But this is some nasty juju, isn't it? Well, it is. I mean, what, what Initiative 594 basically encompasses is the, the gist of the law is that if, if we own guns, okay, and I want to let him borrow one, we got to go through an FFL holder for me to transfer it to him legally. Otherwise, we just committed a misdemeanor. It's a big wraparound, so lawful gun owners are kind of trapped, and it makes them almost break the law. But see, the thing is, it's unenforceable. I mean, but we'll get to that in a minute. But the, the reason this passed was because this initiative, it, it, was, it had no support in the state house, So it did not make it through the state house. So the anti-gunners out there raised a ton of money. Like 1.4 Oh, it was more than that. It was, it was a lot of money. I mean, I think it was in the, in the realm of about like $10 million, but I might be mistaken. But pro-gunners out there, the pro-gun support for this, they raised a tenth of the amount. And that money goes towards like media advertising, billboards, flyers, emails, phone centers, you know, call centers and such to call and inform voters of these measures. And there was a competing initiative, 591, which was a pro-gun initiative to, one thing, prevent any sort of federal legislation from, or uh, any kind of state legislation that was not on board with a federal regulation that was already on the books. So if the state tried to pass something that was not enacted on the federal level, it wasn't going to work and it was unconstitutional. And that was just one part of it. I don't remember what the other part was, but it was a pro-gun piece. 594 is a very anti-gun piece. And what, what happened was people voted for it on the ballot individually. Voted yay. Voted yay. 60% of the population in Washington State, mainly the, the western seaboard and a couple of outlying counties on the, on the eastern side, which boggles my mind, but you know, it didn't really have any of the support of local law enforcement, didn't have any support of many of the, um, many of the, the gun shops, of course, and the other firearms industry people in the state. So it was people like Michael Bloomberg who were pumping in millions of dollars, Bill Gates, you know, these fervent anti-gunners out there. And with this victory, they see a, a method of passing their legislation and, and their ideals on the people of each state Yep. on the ballot, letting the people of the state vote for it rather than the elected representatives of the state vote for it. Well, the problem is, guys, it's like a dang virus, okay? Things like this are horrible. It's very, very bad for the gun community because these things are going to happen at a, at a level where, like he said, they're going to let the people vote um, you know, at the ballot box. And, and the problem is we get the government we deserve and we get the government we ask for. And these people want a nanny state. So certain states where how... 60% of the people voted yay for this, mm -hmm. unless there's some fraud that develops where they say that there was some, you know, they faked the count or they, they manipulated the voting count. It's been known to happen. It so has. is that to say that, well, you know, at 60%... I don't think that you can fake this because there, there was an article that I read that stated that 10% of the voters voted for both initiatives. They were that confused about it. It pays to educate yourself on what initiatives are being passed or who you are voting for. 
I right. mean, I, I just, it boggles my mind. It but really the point does. I'm making is that, the Sorry. point I'm making is that a 90-10, okay, if it won by 90% and 10, 10 didn't favor it and 90 did, okay, well, that's a landslide. But at a 60-40, people just go, oh, well, 60% voted yes for it and 40% voted no. But I, I don't know. I, I just, I really refuse to believe that someone would be dumb enough to vote for legislation that deprives them of their gun rights. Like, well, how can someone be that dumb? There is, a, there is a science to wording ballot initiatives to a point to where they will tug at people's heartstrings, they'll tug at your emotions, whatever the case may be, by using just one or two words in there, and it, it sparks an emotion, and then you think, oh, well, that, that'll make us safer. Yeah. No, you have to read the underlying, you know, the, the underlying causes and whatnot of this initiative. I mean, this is one thing, too. And like Eric was talking about, universal registration, this is a considerable um, method of universal registration because once a person buys a handgun or a rifle from a federal firearms license holder from a dealer, all right, so you fill out a 4473, okay, that's the transfer of the firearm to you. Well, at that point, it becomes my private property. Now, in most states, okay, it's my private property. I can do with it what I wish. If I wish to sell it to Eric, I can sell it to him. Do I have to go through a dealer for that? No. No. We can just do it, and we can make a bill of sale just for our records or whatever the case may be. But Or not. Or not. It doesn't matter. But see, that's where these, these people think. They, they think these private sales, you know, that's how criminals are getting guns, all these private sales, like straw sales, which are already illegal. You know, gun shows. How many criminals do you know go to gun shows and buy guns? I don't know any. You can't regulate morality. But you cannot. And that's the issue, is they think that these types of laws are going to regulate morality, that they're going to be able to, to regulate a human being. Like, you can't do that. That's no. like saying that, oh, well, this is a law. Well, you can't break the law. You're but, breaking the law. Well, of course people break the law. So, yeah, if I want to sell the I gun mean, to him, we've got to go to a dealer to do the transfer and then pay a transfer fee, right. and then he's going to have to wait. If it's a handgun, he's got to wait not the five-day period, which was already present in Washington, but 10 days. They've doubled the waiting period, which is considered a cool-off period. So if right. I'm selling to him as a private sale, he still has to wait 10 yeah. days they, and well, then incur the transfer. They are effectively, proactively punishing you for something you may or may not do. And that is my biggest quorum with this type of crap. Oh, they're punishing you for being a lawful gun owner. They're punishing you for that. Right. Well, well, they're, I mean, they're, they are proactively assuming that you are going to be a criminal. No, no, no. They, See, no, you're no. a criminal, you just don't no, know it You're yet. already a criminal in their eyes because you own a firearm, and firearms are bad, and they're evil, and, you know, they cause bad things to happen. So you're a criminal. Yeah. More or less. Well, the biggest issue with this that, that I see, I mean, obviously, yes, it, it's all kind of ways of messed up, okay? There's just no, no doubt about that. But with the universal handgun registration that it creates is a bad thing because registration leads to confiscation. So let's say that this initiative 594 catches some wind uh, with a lot of the other uh, anti-gun people in other states and then they push it through as a ballot measure. Okay, well, next thing you know, two or three states adopt it. Then another five or six adopt it. And then before you know it, half the country's adopted. And then it's a bad juju, okay? And their end goal is not to help you. It is to take away your firearms. And, and that is the bottom line. They know that this is an end game to get your guns. You're dealing with a bunch of nanny wimps that all they think is, well, but you don't need that firearm. There's a perfectly good police officer 10 miles down the road. Police, He'll be there. Police sure. do not there. react to a situation in hand. They come and they clean up the mess. 
Right. You know, you oh, but, are responsible. But down the road, just call them. You are responsible for your own <laughs> self-defense. You are responsible for yourself and defending yourself and your own. Yeah, but they they don't look at it that way. They they want they want to boom the responsibility off on someone else. These people have a very poor um, understanding of what personal responsibility really is, in my opinion. Well, they've got very deep pockets, and that's one thing that won this ballot measure in Washington. And Corrupt money, blood money. Well, not only that, but to guys. If you're watching this video, I would hope to presume that you, you know, have a bit of smarts about the political process, about who your elected representatives are, and what ballot measures like this actually mean. Yeah. You know, Jonathan Gruber, you know, one of the architects of Obamacare, maybe the sole architect of Obamacare, he said that the reason that that got passed was because the the voting public are idiots. You know, and that's part of the reason this got passed. Ten percent of people voted for both of them because they didn't. It. They didn't right. do the research. I mean, people, you have to do the research and know what you're voting for. Know who you're voting and for. And you got to educate the people around you. you if if there's somebody that you know that's not gun savvy, that you think they may either be, they may not be necessarily pro-gun or anti-gun, but maybe can be swayed either way easily, or they, they probably be, maybe they understand you know, the value of gun rights, but they're, they're not sure. Educate those people and bring them over to our side because we need all the help we can get in this, in this fight. Because I'm telling you, these, these guys that are against us, they got deep pockets. They got armies uh, of, of armed goons and gated communities. And trust me, they're not worried about their safety. I can promise you Bloomberg cronies have MP5s and full auto Glocks and ride around in up-armored stuff. And, and believe me, he's protected. He don't care what kind of crap he's got to pass down to his little peons. But... He, you better believe he's going to, I guarantee he's got a machine gun in his house. Oh, I'm sure he does. I'm I sure he does. Surprised. So, yeah. uh, you, slippery slope we're on here, guys, and we have to make sure that we're keeping our eyes out for stuff like I-594 because it, it's some scary business and we well, do not want to let this stuff fly. And too, I mean, there's already a lot, of, a lot of things coming up in Washington State at this point of this video. And, you know, people are, are realizing what happened and, you know, they're like, oh, wait a minute, I didn't mean to vote for this. And, you know, there's a lot of protests going on and whatnot. And they are going to fight it on a legal level because, you know, the unconstitutionality of the law. Of course. Which it is wholly unconstitutional. It yeah. does infringe on people's rights. But, uh, you know, we're, we're glad that you guys brought this to our attention because it is very important. And uh, we can't look at this whole situation from one side anymore. You can't say, well, I'm in Georgia. Washington's all the way over there. What is it? Why is it my this, problem? This, this will become everyone's problem. This can happen anywhere, and that is the proof that 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 came out of Washington this November the fourth. Is that we can take these measures, these anti-gun measures that we have been trying to push on a federal level, and we can push them through the states to the voting public. They won't know what they're voting for, and they'll just vote their rights away. Sorry, I'm a little bit. <laughs> I'm a little excited about this because it, it is, is a, a gun very, gripe, though. It is a very uh -huh. sensitive issue. I know? hear you. I hear you. Cool down. I'm. I'm trying to. All right, ready? Here. Yeah. <sighs> it's gonna be all right, Chad. It's gonna be all right. Well, guys, uh, we appreciate you watching this video. Look, um, th this stuff is very, very touchy. We have to make sure we're keeping an eye on this kind of stuff because it, it really will come back to bite you and you got to be smart about what you're dealing with. you got to be smart about what you're voting on. You know, I'm not a politician by any means. I'm not a lawyer. But dang it, I know how to read. And I know how to interpret what I read. And it's yeah. important to make sure you're interpreting what you're reading properly and make sure you're educating those around you that don't know. And uh, got to make sure we keep our rights in check because they are trying to take them at the turn of every bat here. So. All I've got to say, guys, is know your enemy. That's right. That's yeah. right. 
But uh, guys, we appreciate the support. We have many more gun gripes on the way, lots more videos, more firearms facts, gunsmithing, reloading videos, range tests, you guys name it, it's coming. So thanks for the support. We'll catch you next time.